Good morning, guys. My name is Andrew Paz, your host, and you guys are listening to the Paz Podcast. The podcast made especially for you, people who want genuine experiences, genuine people, and a genuine me. Today we have a special guest, someone who has scootered all the way <laughs> from, where, where do you come from? Uh, like right in front of DVC, basically. <laughs> DVC, yeah, yeah, so very far. <laughs> Had to take an Uber here, but he's also an aspiring entrepreneur, very ambitious man. So go ahead and introduce your name, age, and your major. For sure. Like. First of all, my uh, I would not consider myself special. I'm just like anybody else. Oh, so yeah, I'm not okay. a special guest, sure. But yeah, my name is Neeraj. You can call me NJ. Uh, NJ. And <laughs> right now, I'm almost 21. What? Yeah, I'm going to turn almost. 21 in like less than 30 days. Okay, happy almost birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's what's up. Okay. Thanks. So yeah, uh, my major, like technically, it's mechanical engineering, but mm-hmm. personally, I would like to combine mechanical business and computer science together to cook up something. That's crazy. That, how did you want it, or did you always want to do that? Uh, no, I mean, it's basically in like in the past two years, mm-hmm. I realized that entrepreneurship is something important and I'll talk about it like later. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's how entrepreneurship came in. Uh, and then computer science, yeah, again, probably, probably like after high school. Mm-hmm. That's cool, that's yeah. what's up, thank you. Uh, so Neeraj, how do we know each other? What how is do we know your each first other? memory of me, like, if any? <laughs> I, I do, I do remember, like, how we met. I think okay. we started talking when I was working in the student union, mm-hmm. and, like, you're this charming individual who is willing oh, to you. talk to, <laughs> yeah, who is willing yeah. to talk to, like, some random dude sitting at the front desk so at the student <laughs> union, so. Yeah, you gotta give yourself more credit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, so, yeah, I mean, you were kind enough to start a conversation. I just, like, followed through, so, yeah. like. We kept meeting and yeah. we just like Hit it talked off. about stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was what two years ago. Yeah, I think it was around two years yeah, ago. Yeah, definitely. And this is a time where I wasn't even president of PBL. I was kind of just like part of PBL, one of yeah. the organizations. Yeah, Phi Beta yeah. Lambda, often spoken spoken about on the podcast. Um, but did you ever go to one of the meetings? I did. I you actually did, attended right? attended the resume workshop, which was really yeah. helpful. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. But that's how we kind of got to know each other. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And I also did not start talking to you because. You were you were going to become the future president of PBL or something, but I only started talking to you because like yeah. I think we had c- topics in common like entrepreneurship. We did, yes, very ambitious yeah. men in the room. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lead you to that, okay? Um, so I'm, I'm gonna call you NJ. Sure, yeah? Yeah. NJ. Where are you at in your life right now? Huh, definitely not regretting the mistakes that I make. Mm. So that's a really okay. big leap that I've taken. Yeah. Because like, I think for the last year, I used to like bash myself for all the mistakes I make. I, really? I used to be like a perfect person. Really? Yeah. So you call yourself like a perfectionist? Yeah, I yes. I was a perfectionist, but okay. right now I'm not, yeah. Wow, that is so yeah, interesting. I'm just, so you're kind of just living through life. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I meant, I meant uh, like I would say, I realized the difference between being an individual and being alone. So, like, this is the first time that I'm living uh, away from my family. Yeah. So that was a big step for me. So yeah. That is deep. That is deep. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We'll get into that. There's a little more bit to come. More. Yeah. Awesome. So, how did you get started in any of the hobbies that you have? Mm-hmm. And what are some of your hobbies? So I have this really bad habit of like thinking of like ideas come to my mind, mm-hmm. especially when I'm studying for my midterms. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. I, I observe a lot, so oh. I mean, at least I would like to think so. Yeah, so you're a very observant type of person. Right? Yeah, like I like to think, why did that person do that, or like yeah. why does something happen a certain way? So that's interesting. Can you give me an example of that? Sure. Like I usually think, like 
this is probably a really bad example, but I, I even think like, why do terrorists kill people? Wow, yeah, <laughs> that is very that's a sensitive topic. Nah, yeah, I mean, some people may just like ignore it, mm-hmm. at uh, like, by saying that oh they're just bad people. But yeah. I'm curious to know like what motivates them to just like go out and like kill people. So Have you done any research on that? I actually did. Like one of my high school projects mm-hmm. was about that. Like why did people shoot up? Like the Charlie Hebdo, there was like a Charlie Hebdo shooting yeah. that wow. happened in France. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's interesting. That's not really interesting to talk about. So let's probably talk about okay. something else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No worries. Okay. So any are, are there any other hobbies that you like doing? Sports. I do. Books? Yeah. Yeah. I actually like jump from one hobby to the next one. I used to like bash myself for this too. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I not like staying in one place or like why did I not choose one thing and just like follow through with it mm-hmm. like I started learning violin I started learning programming which I have not like made significant progress I would say but okay. I like keep you trying keep to learn trying to learn. learn it yeah uh, but yeah my main thing would be like making products like mm-hmm. product design like making things for people other people that's what like interests me the most that's interesting can you give us like an example a prime example of like maybe in this last year of 2019 the last year of 2019 I think uh, I think the uh, the highlight would be the robot that we made at DVC. Like we oh, are, yeah, we are actually making a mascot for DVC. Really? And yeah, it's going to be like the world's first autonomous mascot and all those fancy wow, things. But okay. but okay. yeah, it, it was just a bunch of uh, students like coming together to make yeah. something. What uh, what is our mascot? <laughs> so our mascot is a Viking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah our, our our mascot is a Viking, and okay. then so there we, we <laughs> yeah. So we wanted wow. to like create a tour guide. So being an international student, oh like when I was coming here, I yeah. searched DVC on like YouTube and like uh-huh. almost nothing showed up. Only like a bunch of news coverage, yeah. like like For the sure. DVC tuition hike. Or those are the things that showed up. Like mm-hmm. I actually wanted to know more about the culture of DVC and things like that. Mm, okay. So being an international student, I like I did not have any kind of like any way to like find out what's happening on campus yeah, other than to come here and experience yeah other than to be physically here yeah so I did not want that like to be continued so yeah. one of the things that the robot does is mm. it has a camera and it can like share a live feed on the internet so that any person around the world can like sit wow in their house and like see what's happening on campus so yeah that is sick yeah that is really cool and how long has this project been going for you uh we actually started in like fall 2018 but mm-hmm. we ramped it up in like spring 2019 and then we got funded by autodesk and like autodesk is like a, a company that makes engineering applications yeah wow and that is yeah. amazing all of this is happening at dvc i don't even know about yeah, yeah i mean i actually <laughs> i actually think dvc does a lot of like club activities like uh-huh. you probably spend more than like I guess $100,000 on club activities and I, I kind of feel bad that none of these activities are like recorded and put it like Documented. published online yeah, yeah like basically yeah like wow that is that's crazy what is and the robot is just called like a bike what, we actually called it Keith like we named it <laughs> you yeah. gave it Keith <laughs> we, we, we gave it a nickname Keith because okay. uh, after our physics professor like yeah. just wanted to mess with his name I don't know but oh, we just like came up with the name but yeah wow. And do you, so you still work on that till this day? Yeah, yeah. This very day. Yeah. How, like, is it like one day a week you guys work on it or whenever you guys can? So it depends. In spring 2019, we actually worked on it like three days a week. Okay. Pro, like in the machine shop, anybody could come in and like leave anytime between 8 to 12 
Wow, where is this machine shop? The machine shop is like a place in the engineering <laughs> yeah. uh, building, like engineering section of okay. the campus where like like the, the like tools the are made and like all yeah. the machining. Like the lower half where the architecture building yeah. is? Yeah, like right in front of the, the police services. Police services. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. might stop by. Yeah, sure. When, so when's the next time? So people, I if would, you're interested. I would say like, uh, what's the next semester? Like spring 2020. Spring 2020? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You guys be working on it more? Yeah, more. definitely. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Any uh, last hobbies that you did? Last hobbies. I think that's about it. That's about it? Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. What are your uh, current career goals? Career goals. Uh, so you just graduated DVC, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I um, just graduated DVC and like I only applied to SF State, and so I'm going there and planning to hop to San Jose State and like many things like that. Uh, can you explain why? Yeah. So I really think uh, the location matters a lot in terms of mm-hmm. the university that I choose. So mm-hmm. I only had like three universities in my yeah like shortlist like San Jose State, San, Jose San Francisco State. and Sanford. Oh. And Sanford like was pretty out of the reach but <laughs> it was your dream. Your dream's it, it is my dream. It is still yeah. is my dream so That's awesome. Yeah. You're gonna get it. Oh yeah definitely I'll try. I like I'll definitely that. keep uh, trying, yeah. For sure. That's cool. Uh, did you know like there's like at least one person from DVC who gets into Stanford? There's at least one? There has to be at least one. Yeah I mean it, it was one <laughs> person like, yeah it was yeah. one person last year and oh. there was another person last last year. I was actually surprised to know that. Wow. I didn't well, I didn't know that. Because but the transfer rate to Stanford is like less than one percent, so that's crazy. That's Dang. crazy. Yeah. So are you? So you applied to Stanford? I did not. You did not. Okay. Yeah, but I did not. Later on, but I'll definitely apply for my masters and things like that. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. So why these specific areas? San Francisco, San Jose. Stanford. I think the Bay Area is like the perfect combination of like perfect weather, really mm-hmm. nice people, like mm-hmm. people who think progressively, and a lot of money. A lot of like money. a lot of lot of money. Yes, and then yes, yeah. Basically, like opportunity can be defined in all these as like a function of all these things. So yeah, that's interesting. So when you do go to what SF State, mm-hmm. where you yeah. wanted to go next year, what's like the first things that you want to do at SF State? First things you want to accomplish? First things uh, to get up and running? I would say apply to San Jose State. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Because, yeah, SF State, yeah, I mean, personally, yeah, I just want to be in that area, you know, Mm -hmm. like Silicon Valley, although it's a cliche thing for an Indian person to say that, but yeah, 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 that is what I want, what I really want to do, and another interesting story, like, my parents never forced me to, like, take up engineering, like, they they were like, yeah, they were like, if you can, don't take engineering or don't be a doctor, because there are so many people who are already that. Wait, they told you that? Yeah, they told me that. So wow, my mom was like, do something in arts, and my father was like, do something in like, like economics or something. Wow. And I was like, no, I really like making stuff. So <laughs> I love how you went literally the way that yeah. they told you not to go. Yeah, but no, that, I'm glad that interests you because yeah. unlike me, I, I don't, I can never do engineering in my life. Yeah, it's it's I, totally fine. Yeah. I mean, I could I could never do it too, but then uh-huh. every I think I have to learn how to do it. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you, I remember you telling me we had this conversation that you wanted to be you know an entrepreneur. Yes. Right? Entrepreneur is one of your biggest things in life that you kind of just drive to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are some things in life that you're doing right now that mm-hmm. you know um, I guess signifies you becoming an entrepreneur or helps you in the development of becoming an entrepreneur, future entrepreneur. I think yeah, that is one of the, I would say, advantages that I have mm. compared to other people. Awesome. It's not. It's like 
the advantage is not <laughs> that I want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. I think almost everybody wants to be. But I think the advantage that I have is that I had this realization early on mm -hmm. that if I want to be like financially comfortable, yeah. I should stop trading my time for money. Like the money that I earn should not be like a direct result of the time that I put in. Mm. That okay. sounds pretty vague, but like think about like an employee. Yeah. You'll only get paid like uh, for the hours that you work. Yes. Whereas like a business owner who leverages other people's time. Assets. Yeah. Yeah. Other people's time and yeah. assets and all these things uh, is being paid. The relation is not linear. Mm. So yeah. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And right now in your life, because you do have that advantage of wanting to seek that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Are there any steps or actions that you have taken towards that step? I did. Like last year, I tried to start a, a startup with my friends, and it was about creating an app for people who drowsy drive. Wow, so drowsy? yeah, drowsy driving okay. is. That. What if I, people don't know, it's yeah. kind of like, uh, like feeling asleep at the wheel and things like that, mm. or like feeling drowsy at the wheel. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. So yeah, <laughs> I'm guilty. It, of that. it is. It actually costs like the U.S. like ten million dollars annually and things like that. So we actually did like serious research behind this, validated the problem and things like that. Uh -huh. But I learned a really big lesson from like doing the whole startup thingy. Please, please share. Uh, and that is that we were stuck in the brainstorm phase. Like we would meet like often like at least once a week wow, and it was brilliant. yeah it was yeah. the three of us like it was a physics major a uh -huh. CS major who's at Berkeley right now and then yeah. me so and then also a business major so like we would meet and like discuss ideas okay how can we solve this problem how can mm -hmm. we solve this problem and we were stuck in the brainstorm phase and we never wrote a single line of code wow. that yeah <laughs> that happens to a lot of us yeah so yeah. we never prototyped and that is one of the biggest regrets that I had from that project. And after that, I decided that, okay, I, I'm not going to let this happen with robotics too. Yeah. So that's why I was like, just let's make a plan, let's prototype it. If it goes bad, we'll fix it. Mm -hmm. So that's the approach that we took. And I think, uh, like, yeah, most of us just have to like start doing stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of like the difference between the brainstorming phase yeah. and actually getting your dream out there. Yeah. Is I think a lot of people I can relate to is I have all these ideas that I tell mm -hmm. people, I'm like, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. And by all means, like, I, they're all valid ideas and I love to do research. But at the same time, like, I've stopped telling people about my ideas so mm -hmm. then I can just execute them, mm -hmm. right? Um, and executing is like the biggest thing yeah. among a lot of us. Definitely, yeah. We're all big talkers. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, 100%. <laughs> definitely, yeah. You know, a lot of my friends that I speak to, uh, not going to name drop, but they'll you know, say, I have this project that I want to do. I have this dream that I want to accomplish. And it sounds exciting in the moment because a lot of conviction and a lot of you know passion behind it. Definitely, yeah. But when it comes down time to it, it's like you can only be like a lot of. I think ninety nine percent, and I'm about to say this, this is a very general statement, but mm -hmm. ninety nine percent of all well, the people that I know or mm -hmm. the cultures that I've gone to know are really just all talk at the end of the day yeah, because what definitely. ends up happening and I'm guilty of this too I'm part of the 99% oh yeah me too same here yeah. right like I would save my idea to someone like say if I'm talking to you about oh yeah this amazing idea startup I the think it's a day. phase in their life like I think it's a phase in everybody's life you think so? yeah because uh, like I think it's a primal instinct that all of us have mm -hmm. to like seek acceptance from other people so by telling them that like telling other people our ideas. Yeah. I think you're seeking acceptance in a way, I guess. Do you think that hinders us from actually accomplishing our goals? Or I, I usually don't think so uh -huh. because I think 
if it does anything like it should only like push you to like execute that idea because yeah. now that you have told all these people your image like your social image is at stake like you have to keep up with that image mm. or else you'll be just like you'll just end up being a talker and people will not value you and things like that that's crazy yeah no so the risk the risk of your self identity so yeah okay that's very interesting all right well thank yeah. you thank you for that um so what are you knowing that 2020 is around the corner yeah <laughs> okay like literally right around the corner is what yeah what what five six days yeah it's around the corner Um, what are some ambitions or goals for the new year, 2020? Now that you know, now especially around <laughs> that we're talking about talk, but yeah, all you go ahead. I actually had this like uh, quote in my mind and things like that. I read this quote somewhere, and mm. uh, but before that, I'm actually like against the whole idea of like setting New Year resolutions because whoa, 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 because we <laughs> we see all these people like setting New Year resolutions on social yeah. media and like posting that online. And then mm. we never see anybody posting that they finished or like completed or achieved their resolution <laughs> at the so end of the year. Yes. Yeah, we true. never see that. that yeah. And so I'm guilty okay. of this too. Like okay. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but uh, so that's why I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not going to like set a re- resolution because it's the new year mm-hmm. whereas like I'll just set a goal when I need to. So mm. probably like I think I read the quote which said that in a world of talkers i want to be a thinker and doer so wow. that was like a really interesting quote so yeah where did you get that from i just read it online you read it online just i think yeah it was probably a tweet or something yeah yeah that's a nice quote i like that okay so yeah that that is a goal that i've set for myself is just to do and to live yeah it's okay. to do the things that i so i maintain like different kinds of lists mm-hmm. i have a list of books to read which i like which is probably more than 100 but i've probably only started like one or two or like mm-hmm. finished one or two. That's interesting. So, so yeah. In, in terms things. of like goals and ambitions, mm-hmm. I think a lot of time in business, mm-hmm. right, we te- we tend to um, have short-term goals and long-term goals. Yeah. Right? And for someone, you know, who is going to be an entrepreneur and goes mm-hmm. through like phases mm-hmm. and goes through all that, right, can you if I were to ask you the question, right? What uh what where do you see yourself in five years or in ten years? Would where do I would, see myself in five years? Hopefully, still in California if the government doesn't kick me out. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I really want to be here. Like this is a really great place. Like there's a lot of opportunity, as I said earlier. Yeah. So yeah. Is there any is there opportunity anywhere else in the world that you may want to pursue? Or is so it I'm from India. So I would say, like the like the culture of like. Like in so like in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. it is okay to fail, even if you start a company. Like it's okay to fail. Like I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Very But much, yeah. back home, like you'll not be perceived the same way. Really. Like you would be demotivated and you would be pushed into like a corporate job. So. Wow. Yeah, that's more of like things are changing, but yeah, yeah. the culture, yeah. like the entrepreneurship culture in Silicon Valley, I think, is a really big factor. Of me wanting to stay here. Yeah. So and yeah. Pers- and pursue that. And yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, that being your ambitions and goals for the next year. Okay. What are some skills and traits? That, and this is not part of the question, but what are some skills and traits that you want to acquire? By the acquire. Next year? Uh, <coughs> I would say. Uh, like before the next semester starts, I set a goal for myself that. I have a few ideas and I want to launch a product on like a crowdfunding campaign or at nice. least like do the like the design yeah 
uh, aspect of it mm -hmm. because I could not get an internship, like a decent internship. So instead of going and doing like a desk job or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, I decided to like get some real world experience. So that that is kind of my short term goal and. Like by doing that, I aspire to like learn how to launch a product in, into the market, yeah. and how to do yeah. That's how crazy. To do have, you, have you done research on that already? Because I'm curious. I have. I don't actually do that to myself. Yeah, I have not finished it, yeah. but I've definitely started on the. So it's basically, I think, a five-step process. Like from right. idea to launch, it's kind of like idea, like brainstorming ideas, and yes. then. Uh, Defining the problem, like validating the like the need, yeah, and then the testing the problem and all these things. So yeah. I aspire to like learn all these, like learn to perform, all, like all these different phases. Yeah, all these phases and make sure that that product goes out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I can. You kind of sound like a product manager at the moment. <laughs> 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 Have you thought about that, Rob? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like my my friend and I were making a joke about this. Like we don't get what product manager interns do. <laughs> Like what? yeah, have, have you have you met anyone that a product manager? Uh, no, I've I've watched interviews online. Okay. Like it's it's kind of like a hot topic right now, but it is, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's what I aspired to be as a product manager. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So that's that's interesting. Okay. Cool. Um, what did you find difficult? We're gonna kind of go straight to the past here. Sure. But what did you find difficult about growing up? And I know you were, didn't necessarily grow up here in America. Mm -hmm. I did not. Yeah. Right. So what? Are, yeah. What were some difficulties? Some obstacles that you had to face as a kid? I think I'm really thankful to my parents that they provided me like all the basic needs and things like that. So I did not have to like uh, struggle mm -hmm. like with all those basic needs. Yeah. But so. I think I struggled at a different level where. I did not have like anybody my age to t like share my problems with and things like that. Really? And that's where like I think I would like to have a sibling who is close to my age because I have a younger sister and she's like six years younger to me. Oh, nice. So by name? yeah, her name is Akshara. Akshara. Yeah. Akshara. Wow, nice name. Yeah. Thanks. Nice so I think by the time I was in high school, like and. Like every high school has drama, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, like yeah, definitely, I could definitely not talk to my parents about it. But I wish I could have like a sibling or like somebody my age mm -hmm. that I uh, that I could like share my problems with and things like that. But but now looking back at back at those problems, I would say yeah. those were not even like real problems. So, huh. but like one like big thing that mm -hmm. I struggled all my childhood with yeah. is the fact that I had dark skin. Like dark. Yeah. Like actually just being dark skinned. Yeah, because people Jeez, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Why why is that an obstacle? Because why was uh that? it messes with your like self esteem, like uh -huh. you're made fun of uh for being dark in like in specific parts of India. Like really? people in northern in India are like have relatively like fairer skin and people from southern India have like relatively darker skin. Wow. Uh, so like okay. I was kind of in the middle like I was in Mumbai so it was just yeah. kind of like in the middle of north and south and yeah. it, it's a place where like people from all different parts of India come together, come together. so it's kind of really like California. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so it's really not like a common like there are people with all types of skin color so like my peers used to like make a lot of fun of me so I, I, I was not really comfortable with that. So I did my fair share of like fairness creams and things like that. What is that? What fairness is cream is actually a thing <laughs> Sorry, I'm a, yeah, I'm that sells in India. Like, uh, especially, it's mostly targeted to women, but there's also like a, uh -huh. a line for men. 
but it's kind of like a two billion dollar industry just within India. Wow. Yeah, so they're just like, like playing with people's or emotions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, and there are two billion dollar. Yeah. The, what? But yeah, it's just. So you would use what? So it's a cream. Yeah, it's cream that you have to apply on your face, basically. And it's called a fairness cream. Yeah, it's called a fairness cream. That is cream. very interesting. It, yeah, it makes your skin tone skin tone lighter. And doesn't That's work what it does. at all. It, it doesn't work, I would say. At least from my experience, like you can still see me, like I'm still <laughs> <Yeah>. dark. <so. laughs> that's that's right. Okay. So, yeah. so your whole life, or well, not your whole life, but in your childhood, that's that's one of the obstacles that you had to deal. Yeah, with. that that is one of the biggest things that I had to like. I mean, it may sound stupid to other no, people, no, no, but like after yeah. coming here, uh-huh. like I really don't care what other people think about well, my skin good. color. That's good. Like yeah. I have, like started to not care anymore. Like. I'm really, it's also because like, I'm really comfortable uh, being here, I guess, like, people don't, yeah, people don't, yeah, people don't make fun of like your skin color Mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not stupid, I'll tell you that, it's not stupid to, I mean, because everyone has, you know, things that they grew up, like for me, for example, I'll share something for me, so for me growing up, obviously I'm not the tallest dude in the room, right, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I would always be, I mean, I was tall in elementary school, Mm -hmm. but that's when people didn't go through their puberty, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they didn't reach, you know, high, crazy heights, yeah, crazy heights, right, so, you know, middle school hits, and actually, no, it was high school, freshman year, you know, get off, we got off a break from eighth grade, you just get into this new environment. And everyone's already like five foot seven to yeah. six foot. I'm still here at five foot five since I was like in eighth grade or seventh grade. And I look up, you know, and that there's nothing definitely wrong with who you are. And of course, accepting here being California, but that obstacle to accept yourself, I think, is the hardest for a lot of individuals, especially young individuals yeah. who kind of you know mm-hmm. go through day to day, especially with their friends who mm-hmm. think differently. Definitely, yeah people who and online now that social media is so prevalent right so how did you other than you know with the cream how did you mentally overcome that obstacle of saying hey you know like being dark-skinned is not that bad I think I overcame that mental struggle mm-hmm. just a bit by the time I was in high school mm. but I did not overcome it completely I think I only overcame it completely after coming here so uh, so different environments which yeah I think so Wow, yeah, that's yeah. For me, being five foot five, rather than saying, "Wow, it sucks to be five foot five yeah. and, a, and a half," I have to put a half in there. Okay, but um, one thing that I usually do nowadays is I just joke about myself, mm-hmm. which makes yeah. me—I mean, I'm not insecure to say, "Oh, blah blah." But like people will say, "Oh, well, blah, blah, I'll just joke around with them." Like, yeah, dude, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sure yeah, definitely, yeah. You guys just got to make another door for me, kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's I, everyone has that obstacle, and I think for the audience that's listening. Um, it's really, really, it's part of life for you to get over those mental obstacles, mm-hmm. impediments in your life, whether, you know, it's something about yourself or how people perceive you, right? And at the end of the day, you can change that about yourself. Exactly, change, yeah. change that mindset about yourself, right? There may be something that you are like my height, right? Yeah. Your skin, it's yeah. something that can change, Yeah. but we can use it to our advantage rather than making it a disadvantage. Probably. I don't know yes. about advantage, but then at least I should not bash myself for mm-hmm. being who I am, like for having the physical capability that I have. Yeah, exactly. And as soon as you start loving yourself, you can reach a lot more, what, heights, more potential, you have more potential within yourself to accomplish new things. It's it's kind of like, have you seen that picture where, uh, like a person, so a, dra- a Lamborghini like drives 
right next to like a really fancy car mm -hmm. and the person in the fancy car looks at the Lamborghini and like thinks oh I wish I had a Lamborghini yeah and the person next I, to the fancy car has like a shitty car and the person in the shitty car looks at the fancy car thinking like want. yeah what yeah. if I had like I really I wish I had that and the yeah. person next to the shitty car like there is the person on the side a, a bike a yeah yeah. There's a person on the bike thinking, oh, I wish I had a car. Yeah, I, I think I've heard something similar to that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no. So, but yeah. Yeah, there's always, some, there's always something or someone having it worse than you in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And to have that perspective, mm -hmm. which I love using. Everyone in this podcast has heard me use it before. But perspective is such a big thing. Gary Vee talks about oh, it yeah, a definitely. lot. Yeah, Gary you know? And it's like there's always going to be a shittier like, version mm -hmm. of life. Yeah. Right? And if you can grasp that, then I think... And knowing that, acknowledging that, and understanding that, mm -hmm. right? Then I think your life becomes one step into the better direction. Definitely that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let's see. What? How did the chapter after high school change your life? So after high school, you went to you went straight here. Uh, I actually took a break here and like oh, okay. went to yeah. I went to like a research lab and like did like a small internship and stuff like that. Yeah. But what yeah, was it, it was, what was it called? What did you do? I actually made like. I learned how to like do CAD. CAD is like uh, mm -hmm. an engineering software that you use to like make things and stuff like that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So I just like self-taught myself how to do CAD and things like that. That is good. Yeah, and then wow. I learned uh, a bit about three D printing, and then I like three D printed the design that I CADed wow. and things like that. But yeah, I think yeah one of the biggest things that I one of the biggest lessons that I learned from my high school life, especially like about relationships, is the fact that uh, I dated two people when I was in grade twelve. And wow! Yeah. <laughs> okay. This no, is not so, yeah. not simultaneously. Like one after the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I wouldn't blame you, but okay, good. I'm not that good. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. Continue. continue. So yeah, uh, but those relationships were mm. like. Uh, like casual relationships it was mm. more like oh i guess this is the time where you like try out relationships relationship stuff right okay so i realized that i should not get into a relationship with a person i do not admire mm. so that is the biggest lesson that i learned after the two relationships that i had did you were one of those relationships with someone that you did not admire like both of them to be honest both of them yeah like they were just friends like they were good as friends but yeah. then I don't know if it happens here, but in India, mm -hmm. at least in Mumbai, I guess, like, uh, you were expected to, like, talk to your girlfriend the whole day and, like, mm -hmm. things like that. Really? And the I whole really. Day? I mean, not the whole I day, I'm exaggerating. I one for, like, 30 seconds. I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, yeah, you're yeah. supposed to, like, keep in touch, like, throughout the day, mm -hmm. like, at yeah. least through, like, chatting, like, texting or something like that. Is that, like, a social norm? I think so, yeah. So I mean, it may vary from people to people, but. For sure, for sure. But I don't think that matters. Like, that doesn't contribute to this conversation. But anyways. No, I mean, it does. Like, all this life experience, like I said, is genuine conversation mm -hmm. and experiences. And I actually want to touch upon that a little mm -hmm. bit. And I kind of dig into your mind. So you said, like, you were in a moment in time. And this was, what, in between high school and college? It was you, grade 12, yeah. Grade 12, where yeah. you kind of had these two relationships. Mm -hmm. And how long, what was the duration of these relationships? I think, uh... Like one was more than six months and one was like a few months. Okay, so like casually dating. Yeah, definitely. In a way. Would you guys call yourself boyfriend and girlfriend? Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. So a lot of people do that here, mm -hmm. right? In America where they're like boyfriend and girlfriend. I guess, yeah. But especially with people that they do not admire. At least they think they do. Mm -hmm. 
right? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because going off my own personal experiences and things that I've heard, right? People become friends first. Mm -hmm. um, they either meet at parties or whatever and they're intoxicated. I don't even know. But yeah. it's just like there's something in their mind in the moment that say, okay, this person is adorable, whatever. Yeah. You know, I admire this person in the moment. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as they start dating them, give it like a week or two, mm -hmm. Including our short intention, attention spans and the false information that's been guided to you in that one yeah. moment that you thought they were admirable, if that makes sense, we now lead into these relationships that don't last long. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That they like, okay, you know, last a week or a month, say, okay, maybe this person was wrong for me because I don't really admire them as much. You know, their yeah. quality, their personality, and trait. So, would you say that? it's better for you, especially with this environment of Tinder, Bumble, mm -hmm, and everything, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get to know the person genuinely and take time, not just to date, but just to get to know the person? Uh, or would you call that dating? Would you call that dating to get to know the person first? I wouldn't call that dating, to be honest. I would... Like a friendship? Yeah, I would call it friendship, like definitely, yeah. Okay. But I think getting to know the person is definitely like, like a definite thing. Like, you have to do that. But, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't ever like trust your friends. Be like, hey, all right, you pick this person for me. And even if she's really good looking, she's like amazing. Yeah, girl. that that actually sways your decision by. A, it does. By, it does. It does yeah. sway your decision. Because like, looks do matter. It, yeah. It, first. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. it messes with your mind. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think the it's only like, way to know is by like doing it. So doing it. Exactly. Just do it and get out there. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Yeah. Alright, we'll move on to the next question. What are some values that you've had your whole life? And what are some values that have changed the duration of life? So So I'll tell you like a, a little story. So my yeah, father and I uh my father is part of this organization. The name of the organization doesn't matter. Uh mm -hmm. uh what they do is like uh what they did like when winter was coming, mm -hmm. they like collected old blankets and new blankets, like and clothes and oh, everything nice. from Around the, the city. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, from people in the city and like took it to the villages nearby so that oh, they nice. have like uh, enough. Like they're not like cold or like cold. yeah. They're just to make sure that they're comfortable. Yes. Okay. So I joined my father like on that trip, mm -hmm. and it was like like really really far away from the city and it's like people who don't even know like like touchscreen phones exist and things like that wow that's so, crazy yeah and okay. like even though i did not like make the clothing or like i did not personally go and collect the clothing that i was distributing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the happiness that i received when like i gave it to somebody and the smile that i saw on their faces or like the like their way of s saying thank you th through their faces like the happiness that I received from that mm -hmm. is something that I can like never forget and that is something that I can like never spend anywhere yeah. like that will always be with me like unlike the happiness that we receive when we get a lot of money or something <laughs> yeah some monetary you know? yeah money. so and I see that when you talk about that that's a lot so and this happened when when did this happen I think this was yeah this was during the break year that I took after high school wow. so right. yeah so wow. I think one of the core values that I have is like I really want to help other people like yeah. it makes me like feel good that I could add value to somebody and I'm not just saying this because it sounds cool I don't think it sounds cool like I mean cool. it definitely sounds cool but I yeah yeah it doesn't sound like cool like having a hundred million subscribers on YouTube <laughs> but yeah it sounds relatively cool yeah uh -huh. 
but this is what I really like. So that is one of the values, core values that I have like stayed true to. It That's could be right. like in any form. Like yeah. I just showed you like a small yeah. uh, app that can help you block ads exactly. and things like that. Just to give context to the audience, yeah, no, he, he came in <laughs> and I was I was like going through YouTube and we came across an ad <laughs> and he's like, hey, do you got ad blocker? I'm like, no, I I don't. <laughs> he's like, let me show it to you. I'm like, okay, cool. So I downloaded it and now I mean it's been working so far. There's no ads that popped up. So thank you. Definitely, yeah. So I think. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the core value that I that I'm proud of. That's good. That no, I, have. I respect yeah. that, and, and thank you for sharing that. For sure. Is, is there any values that have changed throughout your whole life? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the way I perceive like friendship, mm. because when I was a kid, yeah, I used to like uh, imagine that I would find a best friend that would like walk the same path as me. Yeah. What do you like? What do you mean by that? Like they would because so, they're your best friend, they walk the same path. No, I don't want them to sacrifice their own choices mm -hmm. for me. But the uh, the direction that I was coming from is more of kind of like uh, I would find a like I would make a best friend who's mm -hmm. exactly like me, who wants to do the same things as me, ah, and things like that. So okay. that was the assumption. That, okay. But yeah. I realized that like once I entered adulthood, is yes. that. Uh, you keep meeting new people along the journey and like True. you make new friends and some people don't stay in touch with you mm -hmm. and like some friendships fade off and like some connections fade off so that like perceiving friendship is something that has changed that's interesting yeah the way I see friendship has changed yeah. like so you think of more friendship as a um, what's, what's a good word for that um, you perceive friendship to be not permanent yeah, but to always like kind of dynamically change. Yeah, like, change. I, I would call it dynamic. I yeah. think that's a mm -hmm. better word. But there are some exceptions. So there are some people like who have uh, stayed in contact with me like throughout my life, yeah. and and you think that's like kind of like maybe a unique kind of situation. Yeah, that's. That I think that's that's an exception. Like there's something that I provide or uh, that one like that makes them come back for yeah. my friendship, and there's something that they provide that keeps me like reaching out to them things like that that's interesting that's interesting so you never there's a lot of the thing the reason i bring this up is because i know a lot of people too out here um really value friendship mm -hmm. uh, so much so that when they lose a friend mm -hmm. right uh, say that they don't speak for another week or mm -hmm. two, two months that their whole life kind of comes crashing down mm -hmm. yeah right how do you kind of combat that kind of mindset I actually uh, experienced something like this like maybe a few months ago. Mm -hmm. I deleted all my social media. Ah, why is that? You just because I was like, every time I pick up my phone, yeah. uh, like I would unlock it and then I would open the menu and then like swipe two times and like <laughs> click on the top right corner, which was Instagram. <laughs> I'm guilty. Like yeah, yeah, that almost became muscle memory to me. Oh man. So yeah. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> it's not. That's yeah. why I deleted too. But yeah, good. So I deleted all my accounts like wow. Facebook, Instagram, and all these things. Mm -hmm. And I had like 400 followers and like the same amount of people that I was following and all these are supposed to be like friends, right? Yeah. And like, yeah. not many people reached out to me, like, like did not notice that I'm missing from social media. Social media platform. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that actually uh, taught me that, I think that comes back to the same thing that I was talking about, like mm -hmm. some connections will fade off and some people will stay in touch with you, I think. Mm -hmm.
I got a question for you, and this mm -hmm. is a deep question. But do you believe sure. in destiny and fate? Do you believe that it, that people I, who are meant to be in your life will stay in your life? That kind of thing. Sometimes I do feel so, but I would say I would more I would lean towards saying no. I don't believe in fate. Yeah, that's fair. That's so fair. yeah. Okay, cool. So it's more just about the hard work that you put in as an individual to keep things running and it's, sometimes it's, it depends on the other person to mm -hmm. do the same thing as well. It also like it, it depends on a lot of factors. It For depends sure. on the location that you're in. Like if yeah. you're a hardworking person in the middle of nowhere, it's not going to matter. Yeah. Like nobody's <laughs> going to care. Uh, so a lot of things come in like uh, your education, your communication skills, culture, culture everything. Okay. And I think hard work in itself is like I think overvalued. Uh -huh. Like if you compare uh, like a construction worker, he's definitely working harder than like a person who's like trading on Wall Street. Yeah. But who's making more money? Person on Wall Street. Yeah, so is hard work directly related to the amount of wealth that you create or value that you create? No, so I think hard work is like overvalued and it's kind of like cliche. That's very interesting. I think awesome. what hard work, like the place that hard work deserves uh, is when like, when you finally sit down mm -hmm. to do the thing, like to execute like yeah. there's this mental inertia. Okay, maybe I should watch a five-minute YouTube video. Yeah, right. Like maybe I should yeah. do that, and yes. then I'll come back to this. Yes. So that's the part that is hard. So I think that is what hard work is. It's getting over those little impediments yeah. in a way, so then you can work towards a goal or yeah. dream very uh, efficiently. I think uh, yeah. yeah. I think a different way to put it would be uh, what is hard is the fact that you have to sacrifice that comfort level that your brain is at mm -hmm. uh, to do something that you want to do. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that. And yeah. that goes actually to one of our last questions, the advice, the advice that you give to our audience, anyone watching, Definitely. Um, anything that you've learned in your life, and uh, the one thing that you'd want people to take away from this podcast. I think there are quite a few things. I would say, uh, first of all, like don't regret making mistakes mm -hmm. unless you like, harm somebody like really badly yeah. definitely regret it or someone really badly okay but yeah if you make like mistakes that can be that can be mm -hmm. undone usually like even if they they cannot be undone mm -hmm. like just regretting about it would not change the fact i mean it's it's a pretty cliche thing to say but yeah. it's something that i have personally struggled a lot like probably in the past year but i'm over it now so and the second thing would be uh, like value time. Like, mm -hmm. if you think about it, count the number of days that you have in your life. Mm -hmm. We kind of have this uh, sense that we have a lot of time. Oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. But we don't have that much time. Like, what if you get hit by a bus tomorrow? Like, Damn. <laughs> you know? Just, yeah. No, you're right. It's, exactly. it's really like exactly. tragic yes. and like it's a really big exaggeration. Yeah, it's not going to work. But not yeah. Yeah. I hope this is real wood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope this is real wood too. <laughs> But okay. But yeah, yeah, so like I actually sat down and counted the number of days that I've left in my life and I think it's like even if like let's say I'm going to live uh like actively until 40, like after 40 I probably would start like feeling like pains in my muscles oh, no. and like okay. start aching and here and there. So 20 times like 365 like mm -hmm. 20 times like 400 basically I think 8 80,000 days or something. Mm -hmm. Did I do that right? I, I can't math right now, but <laughs> two times four is eight, and no, 8,000 days, 8, sorry. Yeah. So if you think about it, it's not much. 8,000 days is not much. 
like suddenly and, the the life that you thought you had yeah has come down to 8000 days you have there's a limit yeah there's a limit that now you have a specific amount of days rather than living life day to day it's rather knowing a limit mm-hmm. makes it a little bit sh- knowing it makes it a little bit shorter definitely and yeah. and like in in this 8000 days mm-hmm. like half of the time would go for like traveling mm-hmm. sleeping cooking like showering and all these things Getting so away. you basically have 4000 days now yeah and then also <laughs> don't forget about instagram swiping yeah so yeah, scrolling so like basically you're trading in your time so that other people can make money on all these social media apps so i think like i really think it's really powerful i'm not saying that they are bad yeah. i think with any form of technology like youtube or like instagram you have the power to reach people all over the world mm-hmm. like this is not this is something that people did not have like many years ago you sure. had to be like a film star or something yeah okay. but it's it's also the intent that matters so cool value your time and value yeah time. that's what i would say right so don't live or don't beat yourself over your regrets definitely no yeah right and value your time definitely yeah. your advice thank you appreciate it all right guys well that's going to be it for the main segment of this podcast if you guys want to listen to rapid fire question mode which is going to happen after this short break please stay tuned all right we'll see all you right. soon hey guys welcome back from break hope you guys had a wonderful bathroom break uh water <laughs> break uh stretching break but right now we're going to get into the rapid fire question mode this is where i ask nj a few questions more than a few questions mm, yeah. i mean and he has 30 seconds to answer it yep all right you ready yep cool all Let's right go. and go what is your favorite word i would say persist persist okay because i think that is the difference between like making it and not making it i like that cool what sound or noise do you love uh i would say instrumental rock like that gets my adrenaline like going and mm-hmm. gets me pumped up to like do stuff that's cool so, yeah. awesome awesome what sound or noise do you hate uh i hate people talking in other languages really yeah okay that's especially if they're loud loud okay but but yeah, yeah. It, i have to adjust to it so i'm not like I'm not going to hate the person. I hate the just like the sound itself. The act of talking in another language, yeah. I get it. <laughs> What is your favorite curse word? Uh, pretty cliche, fuck. I would say. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, what is one word that would describe yourself? Yeah, what did I think of? Huh. It's that's pretty hard and I think I personally think all these like, oh, give me three uh, steps to become successful. I think <laughs> these things are like pretty much useless but uh-huh. uh i would say optimist optimist optimistic yeah cool awesome out of all the exercises you do what is your favorite one push ups because they challenge me the most push ups not nice. yeah. do you do it every night i don't do that every night but, but you do it once a while yeah cool all right if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates that i'm being sent back to earth <laughs> <laughs> okay and what are you very good at I'm very what am I very good at? <laughs> hmm. Is it 10 seconds now? Yeah, you got 10 <laughs> seconds now. <laughs> I just have to wait until 30 seconds are done, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm polite to people. Okay, polite. I'm not like brash or like I don't have an attitude when I talk to people. Nice. You just finished yeah. the time. Nice. And last question, tell me something that tr- that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Yeah, this this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I give you a minute to answer this one. Because I'm going to talk about religion. Okay. Yeah, please. <laughs> it's it's a sensitive subject, but go for it. 
I, I believe there is a form of energy that created like mankind and all these things, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that that it has a gender or like it uh, looks a certain way. Okay, it's just yeah, it's I, like I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't. <laughs> I'm saying I don't know. You don't know. But yeah, I, but there are some people who would say uh, for sure that they are sure that this is the thing and like this is what he yeah. or she or it wrote uh-huh. or they wrote. And I'm I'm just like you're no. not with it. No, I'm not. I respect that. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, NJ. All right, guys. So that is the end of rapid fire question mode. NJ, thank you for coming today. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Podcast. Um, if you guys want to contact him with any questions, any concerns, or any discussion <laughs> points, any way they can contact you. Uh, so yeah, I definitely deleted my social media. <laughs> yeah. Probably not going back there, but. I do have a LinkedIn, and mm. it's Neeraj Nair, like N-E-E-R-J-N-A-I-R. I can also like give you my phone number, which I really don't mind giving out. Yeah, well, maybe we'll, we'll maybe <laughs> stick with that. <laughs> I don't want people to spam you with anything or stalk you. Uh, but okay, cool. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. And so that is it for today's podcast, guys. I hope you guys enjoy. Guys, I want to thank you. I want to give a special thanks to my subscribers who pay monthly. Um, I know that I just recently get back into got into podcasts after the school year, but this spring and this summer, I'm going to start dishing podcasts every Friday. So stay tuned for those. Um, if you guys ever wanted to be in a podcast or want to experience what a podcast is like by all means please hit me up let me know what you guys want to talk about and i'll be sending you an email about what we can talk about what we potentially can talk about and you know it doesn't have to be in the bay area if you're from somewhere super far we can plan a skype call or whatever but please it's this podcast is made for genuine experiences genuine people and a genuine time yeah i would definitely recommend uh sitting down with uh Andrew and like talking about stuff because he's really professional in the way he carries himself and he like the way he plans the podcast and things like that so yeah Thank definitely you, recommend Angie. it yeah. you're making me blush now <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome. yeah I just said the truth yes, yeah. yeah well guys hope you guys have a wonderful day stay smiling stay positive and remember just keep doing <laughs> alright guys take care bye <laughs>